Hey guys, Cody here. Um, just a quick little update. Uh, we changed a few different things because of some complaints that we got, and we wanted to make sure that we give ample opportunity for anybody to hear us because we know that a lot of you listen to this podcast when you're either A, working on your vehicles, working in general, and sometimes you use loud equipment or you drive equipment or you drive trucks, and we wanted to give everybody the chance to be able to hear us on whatever platform they're using or however they're hearing it. So just a little heads up, it is going to be a bit louder than the last ones have been. So please turn down your volume just a tad and try to dial it in so that way it's perfect for whoever's listening. Thank you guys. Enjoy. Hey, welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode 29. I'm Graham. I'm here with Cody, Luke, and Richie as usual. And we've actually got uh, Sean back on to talk uh, talk to us about a... um. I don't know if it's really a secret project anymore, at least between uh, you know all the the people in Backyard Built, but I know you were trying to keep it a secret for a while, so I'll just I'll let you go right into it and you know tell us about your your new purchase. Well, yeah, it was supposed to be a secret, but I suck at keeping my own secrets. So I gotta let them out. Uh, so I went down to Pennsylvania about two weeks ago and decided to buy a buggy. It's a '92 Jeep Cherokee. All caged out, still has the 4.0. It's only got 136,000 miles on it, surprisingly. Runs super smooth. Got a little knock in the top end, but I don't care. It's just a sticky rod. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's a decent rig. It's well put together, I think, for the most part. It, it needs some love. Um, doesn't have front stiffeners like the guy said. It had stiffeners all the way across. It does not. It's it's not reinforced at all. There's <laughs> there's portions of it that are, but otherwise, just it's there's some janky looking welds on there. Well, they'll get cleaned up over the next year or so. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, it's it's fairly you know well put together. It's got a Dana fifty front welded. Horrible. Uh, I heard that those are junk. <laughs> yeah, those, it, it's. I'm gonna swap that out. To be honest, you, you, I, I'm you're not gonna say fan. that, but then Did, you'll realize that the the parts you blow up are the thirty spline outers and the hubs, just like a normal Dana sixty that isn't an O five plus. And you're gonna be like, "Well, is this is why people confuse Dana fifties for Dana sixties, hmm. other than the fact that they're the same size? Because it really isn't that much of, much of a downgrade. The shafts always break at the shorter end." I've never had an issue, so far, never had an issue with the inner splines. I have kept an eye on them, and they are spinning, or like they're starting to twist, <laughs> but they're not broken yet, and I don't know. It doesn't owe me anything. I, I think you'll be I fine with go. it. I can definitely attest that they are pretty much the same size as a 60 from manhandling mine in the back of my truck. Oh, they they legitimately are. It's just the the shaft is thinner at the uh, carrier end, which is the only downside is if you're if you break the inner like you have a higher chance of breaking the inner because the outer and the inner are the same size but because the outer is shorter it's going to break first in most yeah cases. it's got less of a area to rotate if you will so <laughs> like because it's shorter the amount of twist that goes into it percentage wise ends up uh, I, I don't know if I'm botching the explanation, but because of the fact well, that it's it has shorter, you're putting a higher, per, yeah, you're putting a higher percentage of twist into it, and it goes bang. The amount the, of the longer a bar of metal, the more it can twist. Yes. Gotcha. Well, we'll have to keep an eye on them because this thing was beat 
pretty hard. Uh, luckily, it's got brand new hubs both sides with one run on them. So, and they lock so smooth and unlock so smooth. None of this <laughs> Colin crap where you gotta roll oh, no, back no, no. forth ten times. His suck. <laughs> I don't know what is wrong with his. Mine have always it, been smooth, even when they're fucked. Like I've got, got one. The Yukons uh, and they default open, so they're a bitch because no, you're they basically... default closed. When they Sorry, I meant they default closed. But, I mean, when you're trying to get them out of open, you're, like, fucking forcing them out, which is why he has to do all that shit. Yep. Uh, see, I get Warren hubs. They're not, they're not bad. They're, yeah, so you've, they're you've got mile markers, essentially. you got the yeah. same setup that we have. Yeah, figures. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 10 and a quarter rear, nothing fancy. He's got a locker, disc brakes. Is it a 10 and a quarter or a 10 and a half? The Sorry, 10 and, 10 and, half and a half. Disc brakes. It is a 10 and a half. Shit. It has Wait, yeah, is that the difference? I actually I didn't mean, know the difference. Uh, yeah, no, that's the difference. And then the ten fives have a longer pinion snout, but you put ten and a quarter gear sets into them. So I was gonna say, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So you you have a ten five with ten quarter gears in it, most likely, because yeah. you can't get a thirteen or a fifteen. Yeah, they stop at four fifty six gear set in a. Yeah, well, that's I got five thirty eight. Thank you. Uh, thirty seven red labels, which are nice. They're 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 sticky. <laughs> what brands are they? Uh, thirty seven red okay. labels. There's only one red label. Yeah, there's only one red label. I mean, okay. I'm just learning all of this myself now that I purchased this thing. That's good for listeners too who don't know. We have talked about red labels so many times, and to people that don't know, yes, it is BF Goodrich that makes. Red labels. Yes. Gotcha. I didn't know that. Uh -huh. Somehow. <clears throat> <laughs> you gotta flip it again soon, though. I plan to roll this thing. Like, the instant I'm on a trail. I want to go to Mont Bell, gatekeeper. Boom. Just roll it. You don't even need to. You could just walk I, right up it. I, I don't even... I mean, <laughs> if it happens, it happens. I'm gonna let it happen. I'm not gonna try to save it this time. I'm just gonna let it roll. Papa Smurf, the original... <laughs> It's not gonna happen again where it gets destroyed. It's just gonna roll over, roll it back, and I'm gonna go again. I'm not stopping. <laughs> well, well, speaking of I mean, uh, gatekeeper, we can talk about this later. But we had a fun little weekend this past weekend with Graham. Yeah, we'll oh, definitely yeah. get to that because I do want to talk about my first impressions with all the stuff that I've changed on my Jeep and the problems that it has and <laughs> what it's doing good. And we'll get to that. But I want to focus on Papa Smurf Junior. Well, we well, no, we can here. Two point Not it's. I put the two point We didn't do junior. I should have. <laughs> I should. I did put the two point no, 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 no. Technically, it would be the second, not junior. This, junior yeah, would have been true. if you had just gotten rid of Papa Smurf. You've had a Jeep or two in between, so Papa Smurf the second. He knows it go. because this is true. He knows things. <laughs> I know things. Uh, <laughs> now, Graham, we were talking over the weekend at one point, and I've got an NP231 with the Dana 300 doubler, and we said it had some weird gear ratio of, what, what was it, 9 yeah, to 1? Correct I, me? It's not... I don't know if it's 9. It's 9 to 1? Do you have no, 4 no, to no. 1 in the No, no, no. What he, what he has is a 272 ratio on the 231. And a Dana 300, I believe, has a 262. 2.7. I thought it was a 2.7. I could be totally wrong. Somebody look it up and figure out exactly what it is. But I'm pretty sure it's a 2.62. Yeah. 
Gotcha. Which would put him... I, mean, I could be totally wrong. This was a quick Google, like, half a week ago. Let's see what's <laughs> up right now. Dana. Dana. 300. 3.0? 3.0. 2. 2. I thought it was... Okay, Dana 300. So then it's... Drum roll, please. So then it would be about a... Not, uh, not a 5. It'd be... It would be 5.44. That's pretty dang good. It's still... Yeah. That's pretty... I was going to say, 9 to 1 sounds horrible. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. That sounds like it's literally just going to be a turtle, and there's no fun to that. I mean, this thing, no, the low whatever. range on a, on a Dana mm. 300 is 262 to 1. Okay. That's from, that's from Novak. All right, oh, I might have had the wrong. I went off here. a four wheel. Novak doesn't have the facts, then nobody does. <laughs> <laughs> I went off that little blurb from four wheeler when where you instantly Google it. So, well, I know the two hundred five yeah. has a two to one ratio, and that's sort of like the shitty part about a two hundred five is it's got a shitty ratio. But yeah, but doubled that's not bad. Two six two times two. No, I mean that it's significant. Yeah, or... you'd be seven point one at that point. Which Holy is insane. That is yeah. that is low. So, That's low. <laughs> it's got a hell of a crawl ratio. I can't. I, is I was it talking auto or manual? It's an auto. So, do you have that set up with like a rad designs or uh, something so you can select the gear ratio? Because I'm going to imagine that first, and that's got to be a, too low to bump it if you're in double low. Uh, so I have a rad designs winter shifter in there. Okay. So it does. Ooh. I have first, second, third, and it doesn't have a slot for fourth, but it's there. You have to find it between neutral and third, but it's it's there. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh. a little. It's hard to find, but I've I've found found it a few times now messing around. Gotcha. Uh, but oh, yeah, Lord. in in first and low low, it's I can't hold the brakes. I was talking with Graham about it. I couldn't didn't even know I wasn't in low in the. Yeah, we were trying to figure out. It's a weird shifter setup. It's, right? it's yeah. You push it so all the way down is uh, high. Pull it up one is what would have been too high, which is weird. Uh, and then it goes neutral, which is stupid. Uh, and then you pull it all the way up, and it gets into low. Yep. It, it's the stupidest shifter, and I will be changing that at some point. So it's another. Oh yeah, just your your two thirty one shifter on the opposite side is odd. I, yeah, I have I to reach over about... this stupid center console that's there that's getting redesigned as well over the yeah. winter. I've got plans for this thing, but... So it's when... definitely a good... I mean, I haven't seen it in person, but it seems like it's an awesome base for what you got it for to make the necessary changes to make it into a nicer rig. It's definitely got a good base to it. It's got a double triangulated four-link rear, uh, and it flexes fairly well for what it is. Um, the front, unfortunately, is on radius arms from Rusty's. Uh, <laughs> and it's probably got like a 5-inch lift. Not that that matters at this point. That's but... what I've got. Yeah. Send some pictures That's to the I group have. chat. I haven't seen any yet. I get okay. flexed I out. I have them literally right on my phone. Oh, yeah. You'll have to send them because yep. I can't. I can do it <laughs> um... But yeah, it's not bad. It, you know, came with a winch that's all wired in. It's it, it's decent. It's stretched twelve inches in the rear, so my wheelbase is one hundred and thirteen. Okay, uh, that's perfect. Just about. yeah, 
my departure angle is zero. Yeah, it's legit, legit zero. The only problem that you're going to have with that is you're going to drag your guts over everything. Oh, yeah. yeah but if no, you're properly I'm... bellied, belly skid, then. Ah, well, when you see that. Belly skid. When you see that disaster, uh, <laughs> well, there's four big giant bolts hanging down off the belly skid that just are. I know I'm going to hang up on everything. How or, big are they? They're massive. Like a quarter inch person. Like probably an inch and a half, just round. They're they're huge. (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah, they're they're makes no sense. This whole thing when you see it, you're gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Like, okay, well put together from a distance, good from far, far from good, as I usually say about this thing. It's you get close, the welds are hack, but. It's it's decent base. What's up? Yeah. You think the cage would hold it in like a rollover, or are they like yeah. No, it's it's been rolled a few times. You can tell it's been rolled a few times. So okay. I'm I'm not too concerned about rolling the thing. And I like I said, I plan to flop it the first time out because I need. I to mean, get as that. long as it's been proven and it doesn't seem like you're gonna fall out of the harnesses, like uh, <laughs> I I may or may not have almost done and. <laughs> we've had. I won't name any names. <laughs> uh, you could just, you know, say Ducky and I'm not going to get there. <laughs> that was Wait, scary. I thought Colin was with you when that happened. Nope, that was Graham. That was the oh. first time I ever met Luke, and I was riding in the in the Ducky. And it's <laughs> amazing three-point harnesses, and one of the three <laughs> points decided to let go. Oh <laughs> my god. It has so this has right now it has five point harnesses. Unfortunately, the fifth point is not hooked up, so I have a four point harness both sides, and they are they they work. They're quite yeah, definitely get that fifth point put in there though. Those have the best welds I've seen out of everything else on this rig. So I trust. Yeah, I (laughs) I I don't even think the seats down properly, but hey, whatever. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of the seats, it I, I have their. Rugged Ridge suspension seats, but they're the guy got inserts for heaters, so I have heated seats. I'm I'm balling like Colin over here. I've got heated (laughs) seats too. (laughs) (laughs) Don't leave me out of this. Okay, I like a three hundred dollar option. I better get credit for that shit. I think this kit's like a hundred bucks. You just slide them oh, you up just slide in it all there. in there. Huh. Yeah, they got relays, little switches that you put in. They're actually pretty cool. So you have a bottom heat mat and a back heat mat, which is cool. But I have to yeah. purchase the extra heat match mats for the bottom because I didn't. I don't have those. Gotcha. But yeah, seems like it's it. going to be a nice rig from looking at it, and it doesn't look terrible, but it needs a little bit of love. Oh yeah, no, it definitely. Definitely needs some love. It's uh, it's somebody else's bullshit put together that I'm gonna have to re fuck. Apparently, you, have you don't have to. You don't have to do the you know, the initial work, which right. Know. I mean, my plan over this winter is I want a four link to front, uh, or, or three link. I haven't. Link. Well, we'll see what That's happens. I want to. It's, it's a buggy. Yeah, he's got a buggy. If it, you're gonna go full hydro, I I don't see a problem with four. It's on hydro here. assist right okay. now. Like, that won't work. That's what I'm saying. Three link would just be easy. Put air shocks in the rear of it. 
put um a three link in the front so pretty much i mean you could probably use the lower arms and just make an upper for it and put it onto like a clayton setup and run it and that thing would fuck and then you could play around with all the other stuff yeah as of right now the front doesn't doesn't flex honestly it stays pretty solid until you figure out what the geometry on the rear suspension is going to do i'd hold off on even suggesting throwing the air shocks in there because you want to build the geometry on those to be a little bit more aggressive in the anti-squat category okay well Um, i keep telling telling, sorry to cut you off i keep telling jacob the same thing is uh don't don't go crazy with the geometry or you know really anything until you have taken it out and see what it does it's oh yeah no it's it's a a test and tune sort of deal where you you need to bring your whatever you're driving out after you've done work on it or before you even start just make sure it's not gonna break on the trail obviously and you turn you into a total trail scab but so speaking of you taking it out on the trail when the fuck can we expect to see this thing Ah, so I am. It'll be at Kish's, right? It, no. uh, <laughs> sad news. Won't be making it to that. That's my uh, my stepdaughter's birthday is that weekend, so unfortunately, yeah, I will not be going. Um, and there's also a couple other things I'm doing that same weekend, so I'm I'm already booked out. Uh, otherwise, I was going to try to make it for Sunday. Roush, probably not. Badlands. Badlands Yay! is probably going to be a maiden, maiden voyage with club. Uh, I do want to try to get it on a test and tune at Mabel. I might take a day from work and just shoot out Call there me. and wheel it. Call I'll, me. I'll be I'll, there. I'll we'll, be there. We'll be in touch. We'll be in touch because uh, I'm me. I'm trying to talk Miguel into it as well. So we'll see if we can get the rigs out. We're gonna do some testing, see how everything goes, and then that way I'm not a trail scab when we go up to Vermont. Yeah. So just my my test in tune was at Badlands. Me and Luke and Richie put all this work into this thing. We I didn't even I drove it down the road. I swear to God, how far away is the auto zone? An eighth of a mile, if that. Put it yeah, in the there a few times. It's but, like 150 feet down the road. From no, the it's further than that. Uh, well, regardless, <laughs> we did, or Luke did a burnout. It drove into a trailer, and then we went up to Badland. <laughs> but the best part is, there is an advanced auto 15 minutes away. And there's just only one red light that me and Richie ran, and we won't do it again. okay so up there they still have the old style so i don't know if you like remember way back in the day in massachusetts our lights used to be on the right like they would not be overhead they were on poles on the right oh yep yep me and richie were driving along we're talking 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 all of a sudden i'm just like that's a red light (laughs) (laughs) and i was like i was was not looking on the side of a road when yeah. I had three lanes of traffic or two lanes of traffic going all in the same direction, I wasn't looking on the right side of the yeah. fucking road for some kind of traffic <laughs> control thing. You know, I wasn't looking for stop signs. I wasn't looking for traffic light. I'm like, well, there's nothing in front of me. Let's keep going. Luckily, mm. we're fine. But afterwards, I'm like, hey, Richie, that was a red light. And he's like, <laughs> oh, and then we came back there and I'm like, see, it's an intersection. He's like, oh, well, we didn't die, so here we are. <laughs> but so yeah, so I mean, honestly, Badlands isn't a bad like, isn't a bad route. 
I mean, it, there's mm, you could break really easily, which would be kind of like you could be like Ryan <laughs> well, and just break. <laughs> that's what I'm trying not to do. I don't want to just get out there within the first hour break and then be like, "Well, there goes my weekend." I want to like. Well, it depends on what you tune. break, right? You have to have an idea right. on where your weak points are. So. Well, that's why I want to get a one little yeah quick run out. And but I don't know if you're gonna find your weak spot. points off of one Mobile run. Well, yeah, won't break at all. And I mean, gonna find the point. Something that's already pretty weak would probably break there, especially because I'm gonna give it the hammer and just beat the living hell out of it and see what happens. You're not gonna need to on stickies. I know. Yeah. You're not. Well, gonna I. Need to. I, I don't know. If... Walked everything I wanted to at Mobile this past weekend with no issue. So hard loading, Daco. Oh, uh, I put my tires on it, but I was like. Cody doesn't know what I'm supposed to be doing here, line-wise. Uh, this is only the second obstacle of the fucking day. Let's hold off on this one, because I don't really need to ruin my shit. Is loading dock right after the little rock garden coming yeah, up? Yeah, Yep. Oh, okay. I've almost rolled Papa Smurf on that a few times. Yeah, it's so it the original. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was a wet day, but surprisingly grippy. Well, that's because... The ground was wet, but the rocks were dry because it was a hot day. Yep. So, like, as long as there's a shit ton of but people... But there wasn't a puddle in front of Loading Dock. Usually there's a puddle. Oh! Uh, I didn't see one. No, there wasn't one. Because yeah. nope, I, I rolled up on it, and it was like, oh, there's no puddle. And then I put my tires on it, and was like, huh, look at this is what it's going to be like. And Kate yeah. was freaking out. Dude, Kate, like, <laughs> I was literally a part of the video. I didn't even I give her the chance to get out. I was like, okay, here, we're putting our tires on it. And she was like, ah! <laughs> like, she, like she trusts the cage and harnesses so much though she like she feels secure so i don't blame her but like i don't know dude you put it up you put the tires up onto it and i'm like seems pretty steep then i like, just looked over and he's like i don't know like mind you it was just me and grandma on trail so if he had rolled oh yeah and you don't have a wrench. fire anything like that it oh, i've got two fire out. extinguishers but, if it, but if still, now fire, I need to out. run down. Now I need to run down to your jeep. Need to get you two out, then get to a fire extinguisher. Where in reality, I could just run. To, like if I had one of my jeep, I could just run to my jeep. Grab if the fire we had and had like more jeeps and somebody with a winch, other than me, because mm -hmm. I can't unroll myself with the winch on the front of my jeep. Uh, you you I, can. I you just it. need a lot of snatch blocks. <laughs> I only have I've one. I've seen some stuff done. You need you need three snatch blocks, and you can unroll yourself. Well, <laughs> I, I saw you guys went to Marvel with a whole crew. We did, well, but that's right, another let's, section let's get of story. Into it, Sean, you, before we go into that, are you done we're, with your build no, sheet? No, let's go. All, All right, good. right. That's, so, the build sheet's done. <laughs> which, first off, I'm very excited to see you come out, Sean. I'm so excited to see this thing wheel. I yeah. love that it's blue. It fits you so fucking well. Like I'm, I'm excited for you. I just can't wait to see you in a rig again. Like it's gonna I be know. like the old times with Papa Smurf. It's dude. These guys haven't wheeled with me. I know. I know. They don't. They don't know the dumb stuff that I do. Dude, I, <laughs> I will. I look back at some of my like early Instagram posts, and sometimes I'll see the uh, the Papa Smurf. In front of my Jeep, my Jeep was like a little baby, and your Jeep was bigger than mine. And I was like, "There's Papa Smurf. Look at how cool it is!" That massive eight-inch lift. Oh, what, a, what a dumb Jeep. <laughs> but yeah, cool so Mabel, we went on Saturday. We decided it'd be a fun little day because I had quite a few people that 
just either a haven't wheeled with the club or haven't really wheeled at all. Uh, so not Ryan that there was much out, of the club showing. But... Correct, which is which is fine. And like, oh no, Ryan was there. So Ryan I was, was there, there. I was there. There was Kate three of you at least. Correct. <laughs> so it it was and it, it was a fun time. Like genuinely, like we we got there. We're chatting with everybody. Um, my my dad's coworker came out. Brian, super cool fucking dude. We've been talking about wheeling for so long now. Um, my dad actually picked up his shift for him so he could go. Like that's how. Like it was just so super rad. Um, my buddy Buckley came out. I mean, to be fair, these guys are on thirty threes and thirty ones, open open, and they still put their tires onto stuff. They still tried, which I'm genuinely impressed. I was nervous that they were gonna come out and be like. This is fucking dumb. Why am I here? Nope. They were I I was like, hey, come up this way, come up this way. If you can't make it, cool. If not, give it to Beans and try it. But before that, I told everybody, if you have a trailer, come at nine. If you don't, we're getting on trail for ten. Like ten o'clock is when we're leaving. <laughs> Night before, Graham's like, Yes, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. So now we're sitting in the parking lot waiting on Graham because I'm like, I haven't heard from him at all. I haven't heard anything. Last I knew he was coming, though. So we're waiting, waiting. Finally, like 10 o'clock, 1030 comes around. I get a call from Graham. Hey, I, I just woke up. I'm coming, but I did just wake up. And I'm like, this fucking dude, we've been waiting for him. But whatever, that's fine. So someone had late. to take the call. No, no, no. It was more than an hour. Late. Oh, I, I like, know. But I'm just saying you're way usually late. You're you're usually an hour late to the regular uh, run. Yeah, I know, I know, but this was like unacceptably <laughs> late. Bad. It's bad, not your fault bad. though. He was up until three a.m. Like either working on the jeep before him, but didn't get I home was. until like three. So I don't blame him that he slept past his alarm. Four hours comes quick. You know, you're you're waking up and you're like, that's like phone going off, and you just take and whip it across a room because you're like, I don't want to fucking hear that thing. Like, and, that, and that's basically what happened. It was like. I didn't realize bolting in my seats and harnesses was going to take me 45 minutes to do. And then, I mean... Oh, yeah, no, that shit takes a little while. And on a slight side note to that, I had to pull my other seat. Someone on the passenger side managed to snap off uh, one of my fucking seat bolts. How? Was it me? I don't know. What do you mean they snapped it? So the bolt that goes through the bottom of the seat is just sheared off, so I had to get that out of the seat. Like, like it oh, broke your seat while being used. Yeah, like at okay. we hit something so hard that it fucking snapped a bolt when the fucking seat bounced in the passenger my, side. It's probably my fat ass when we went to Brookridge and we bobbed up like a six foot rock, and I was just like, flying <laughs> <laughs> backwards in the chair. I probably wouldn't doubt it. Probably not meant for plus size. I'm gonna go with. uh, (laughs) I'm gonna go seat. I think it was probably that day at Harris. Um, yeah, because we we were being fucking dumb. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. We definitely had some pretty good carnage that day. But anyway, so we went up. We had a great time. Andy was just one shotting everything like he does because he's a goofball and his he's a in his uh, YJ right. He has a five-cylinder diesel-swapped YJ. Thing is, oh, the hood, the hood stack. The hood stack is amazing. You just hear it and it just goes choo choo like like it's a train just driving by. <laughs> fucking sick. Wicked nice dude, by the way. Like he has the cutest fucking dog in the entire world. Like every anybody that showed up, the dog just wanted to meet them. Like adorable, absolutely adorable. 
Andy is absolutely hot shit, and his girlfriend is fucking awesome, too. Yeah, dude. They've been fucking (laughs) awesome for, like, years. We were wheeling with them, I shit you not, seven years ago. Back when he had that thing on 33s with a 2.5 and a blown-up AX5 in it. (laughs) But he did great. I mean, we had a fantastic day. Like I said, my buddies had, uh, sorry, uh, allergies. Um... A few of my buddies that were new to wheeling came out, had a phenomenal time. They got to experience some stupid shit. And then Caitlin was great. She's paying my ass, but she's great. Um, Ryan didn't break, which was... Oh, no. no he oh, did. I was going to say. Yeah, he did. <laughs> um, he what did he break this away. time? A mechanical fuel pump. A whole day, whole day I'm shitting out him because of his stupid carburetor. And I'm like, woo, can't make it up the rock. Woo, can't make it up the rock. Like, <laughs> giving, giving him a hard time. Like, there was this one line that he just kept getting denied on. So I'm like, hey, go left more. Drove up and I'm like, hey, you got denied on what the XJ made up on 35 and a 30 and 44. Fuck you. Like, just <laughs> at, absolute banter the whole day. Um, Sorry. I was almost coughed. I didn't want to cough into the mic. Um, so then we go to the top. Everything's fine. Come back down. And he's just spitting and sputtering. And yep, we check. He has like a little like inline fuel filter and has like a little sight glass onto it. Was not filling up with fuel. But luckily, I think it was just kind of like uh, hydraulic pressure of the fuel pushing downwards as he was going downhill was enough to keep it running and got it on the trailer. But I almost flipped again on uh the dumbest thing in the world because like the day that i went with luke i made it up this obstacle so easily like there was no questions asked i i crawled right up it another like i did it twice that day i've done the exact same line before which one diff dragger where you go on that really dumb line off to the side and if you get denied it wants to spit you out and fucking throw your front tire wickedly high yep (laughs) and but like the dude, like I don't, I just genuinely don't know. I did everything normal, but I started going up, and as like there's like this fine line on that line. <laughs> um, there's like this just like I mean it's a cunt hair of a difference of you're making it or you're like you're tip not tipping, but you're getting to the point that you were going to tip, and to that day it just didn't want it, and I would come up to it, my passenger tire would lift like four feet off the ground. And then I let off one time, and then I'm like, this line ain't denying me. I'm fucking doing it. So I came into it a little more gusto, and it denied me hard to the yep. point that I went, like, I was starting to tip over. Like, I didn't get to the total point of Richie's house, but I got up there. I was feeling yeah. a little, like, granted, the video doesn't do it justice. No, it doesn't, because you look at my video, and if you watch my driver tire, it doesn't slide as far as yours does. And that was sketchy in my Jeep, yeah. so I can't imagine having slid off that one extra, like, without a inch. cage. Without, yeah, a, without cage, a cage. Luckily, that, that spot wouldn't have been horrible. No, it just would have been a flop. The only thing would have sucked is if I tipped over further to the left, I could have hit my. Uh, I could have hit my roof on the rock, and there's a chance I could have got something like a head injury or something, but. Regardless, if you rolled it and you didn't, so you're fine. I I got lifted up. I went 
Shit, hit the reverse button. Smacked my shifter. Forgot I haven't hit the brake yet because my left hand is whipping the wheel. I mean, I'm I'm hucking the thing like I'm Tom Brady over here just running this thing or like a like steamboat Mickey Mouse. Like I don't fucking know. <laughs> now I'm I'm up and I'm like shit. Hit it doesn't go into reverse. So now I had to press the brake and then I slid down another like foot and a half rock. So now I'm even further. Luckily I got into reverse and just punched it and made it out of there. Probably pro probably would have rolled it if I didn't uh, play smart. But then my dad watched the video and was like, you're a bitch. If you throttled, you probably could have made it up. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> like really? At Mother's Day, we're sitting there at breakfast and he's like, you could have made it if you throttled it. I'm looking at it like, you stayed in the Jeep then. <laughs> he had a CJ with leaf springs and a carburetor, so he probably would have been like Ryan just watching. <laughs> but, dude, why? I'm kind of sad I missed that. My fucking truck ate a wheel bearing, Ooh. and that was a fucking debacle. By the way, fuck inflation. The wheel bearing that would have cost me 245 fucking seven months ago. Cost me three hundred fucking fifty five. Mm -hmm. Damn. Even with um, my deal, my deal was three or three forty. Yeah, like, that three fifty five out the door with taxes. Damn, that's yeah for that's a super duty wheel bearing. Yeah. Damn. I'm starting to not wanting to break anything now. Um, <laughs> your wheel bearings will be fine as long as you don't blow the stub shaft inside the wheel bearing and then drive on it off-road for another yeah, and also the other part that's hours. nice is you can order them through like amazon or um rock auto which will save you a shit ton of money um my problem was i'm leaving for vacation tomorrow so you so didn't have that option. i didn't have that option and there was five of them available locally so it was either 345 or 550 at ford oh dude jeez that that's that's ugh. you can get a Timken one on Amazon for like two fifty. Spe yeah. Speaking of wheel bearings, I went to put mine on before the event on Thursday, and my wheel bearing studs were half of an inch shorter than stock. The thread, so like I'm, I'm I pulled my I don't know I swear to God I have a picture of this stud like so I have to run spacers because I have positive offset wheels off of an 06 Wrangler and I put the acorns on and I swear to God there was a full inch or ha not full inch pardon me a half inch from the top of the acorn down to the actual stud now I'm I'm sitting here and I'm like. Did my dumbass run these on last time and didn't give a fuck? Because if so, that's sketchy. So I'm like, fuck it. I'ma put I'ma put the wheel all back together and I'ma check the other side. I pull the other side and it's fully flush with like the stock studs, it, even with the spacer. So I'm like, that's not good and that's not okay. So then pulled it all apart. Turns out, if anybody needs to know, a um Ford Escape. No, so a Ford Escape with a rear 88, so four-wheel drive, uh, four-liter or five-liter. Explorer. Oh, Explorer. Thank you. Sorry. Like, with whatever came with the 88, the studs are 1.9 inches, so, and they fit into the stock wheel bearings. I only reason I know this is just because Marvell has recently gotten an 88, pulled a stud, and we put it side-by-side, side, and dude, it's, it's a sizable... I think I sent a picture to the group chat. It is a sizable difference, so in case that ever happens to you, 488, they're 
I think I paid two dollars and seven cents per stud, and now I'm having them order me sixty. So like I have, I'm gonna sixty. Well, so I need twenty. Marvel needs twenty, and then we're keeping twenty as spares because. <laughs> okay, okay, so, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I was that, gonna say like that. That's not even that ridiculous, though. And then I realized that I'm talking about one ton stuff. So eight, eight. We've got thirty two. So that would be like just more than a double set for us. Yep. Yeah. No, I have. I, I don't keep <laughs> that. Graham, you need to have some handy. <laughs> I do have some handy. I have a bag of them. Speaking of what I bought at Rouse. If anybody needs an 8-8, I have one. It's sitting oh. in my backyard. That's good to know. It, I saw needs, it needs brakes. That's it. It's also painted got, red. Well, no. No, oh, that's, still, that's still under the green Jeep. That's sticking oh, around, apparently. Okay, okay. I was going to sell it, but it's sticking around. I have another 8-8 I kept as a spare. I got for cheap money, so I'll sell it for cheap money as it sits. It's got 411 gears. Hmm. Oh, that's good to that's know. Not bad. No, that'd be a good swap oh. for somebody looking for baby stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then you throw in a four ten front out of uh, or four ten gears in the front, even, and budget gear ratio change. Mm. Yeah, you can get a four tens out of a Wrangler, um, four cylinder. They come factory, oh. or an XJ with a four cylinder factory. If you want, this is true. Or you can pay yep. me a couple hundred bucks and I'll put them in there. <laughs> yeah, this is also true. <laughs> Who did you get the eight eight from? Uh, I got it from your favorite person. Because uh, I sold an eight eight like a year and a half ago with like the leaf spring kit, the actual yoke, not yoke adapter, the uh, um, the pinion adapter, and everything with a locker, like hundred fifty bucks to a, uh, the gentleman with the red TJ that hangs out with Rob. Um, uh, this one has the adapter. I have the uh, drive shaft that was in the Jeep, which is actually a factory drive shaft. It's not. They didn't have a slip yoke, and then it has the spring perches already on it for an XJ. It's all ready to go. Damn. Yeah. Cool. It just needs. It needs literally the full brakes. They're they're not there. That's what makes me think it's mine, my old one. Yeah. Well, it doesn't have a locker in it, so unless they wow. took that out. The locker was sloppy, bro. I'm telling you, the locker was sloppy. Like, we would move. have you seen the 88 that's in my Jeep now? It's it's. It goes click, click, oh, I have so much play. Have you seen my Detroit? It's an $800 locker that's got about a quarter turn worth of fucking slop. Chuckles having an eighth of a turn of slop in my fucking Spartan. Speaking of slop, um, yeah. Graham. How what? much slop is in your Jeep this after this past weekend? Honestly, <laughs> I, I was like... impressed. <laughs> I was impressed with how it drove on the road, considering I didn't have enough fluid in the 205, which has been fixed. One uh, thing, one thing. Graham did not show up until 12.45. We went up the trail, <laughs> came down the trail, had Ryan break. We went all the way to the bottom, had lunch, and then Graham showed up. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was a little late. I was a little late. Um, but all things considered, I mean, I put this thing together Friday night, drove it to my parents' house, slept at my parents' house. That's like a 20-minute drive, not enough to do anything, to know if anything was going to go wrong. Uh, I did notice some excessive transfer case noise, but I figured 
this might just be what it is because it's a 205 and an eco box and I'm driving it on the road, which I don't, I mean, both those cases are designed to drive on the road, so I didn't think it would ever be a problem, but, you know, maybe I figured I might not like it that much with just a lot of shit in the way. Um, I, I just, I woke up in the morning, I made sure all the drive shaft bolts were tight because I tightened them on the lift, wanted to make sure they were tight, uh, you know, with the wheels on the ground. There were a couple that, they weren't loose, but I got another quarter turn out of all of them. Um, you know, made sure I was good to go, packed up after I'd woken up at 10.30, so, yeah. And it's a two and a half, two hours, two hours and 15 minutes. And I drove, uh, I drove through, I took 95 to 90, so I didn't, I didn't go through Boston, which is probably a good idea, uh, considering I'd never driven the thing, but it was also, I mean, it was, it was 10.30, there was traffic, there was, like, a lot of bullshit to get to the highway. Once I was on the highway, it was fine. Um, the only hiccups I noticed on the highway were, uh, uh, my apparently my CPS is going bad. Most of you have heard this now. Uh, apparently, one of the symptoms of a CPS going bad is your engine will just stall while you're driving. But it only happened yep. on the highway when I was going fast and like trying to pass or like you know speed up or do something, and then the engine would just lose all power. I wouldn't lose gauges or anything. I'd still have all my readings, uh, but the engine would just stop for like two seconds. It'd be like, boom. Boom, and then it would start back up, and I just continue going. Fortunately, because you know, with the manual and all the gearing and all the shit that's in it, it the motor is probably still turning just as fast off as it was on. I can't imagine it was uh, having much fun turning off going seventy, but it's fine. It, it happened a few okay. times, probably like four Enough times about each this direction. Highway talk. Talk well, that's the important the part. Wheeling. That's the sketchy part. The wheeling so, part was easy. To clarify, I did say CPS, by the way. When you, you mentioned it, yeah, dude, when we were sitting at my bell and you were like, oh, this is happening, I was like, it could be CPS because a motor needs something to gauge its running. Like, a, like so, like a Ford needs its CAN bus based off of um, a CPS. I just didn't know. I thought it was a no start. CPS for me has always been one of those, like, my Jeep won't start. Club XJ. Like, what do I do? CPS is just what everybody says. Like, that's just sort of, that's the only way I've ever known a CPS to fail is to give you a no start. Never have I heard that it just like, oh, it'll intermittently not work when you're going 70 on the highway. Like, that's, that just seems odd to me. My Dodge used to do that. Huh. Fucking, I went through like five or six CPSs before I had a good one. But it would just randomly turn off. And it wouldn't turn back on for like fucking fifteen minutes, huh? And it never did mine when I was at like seconds. a fucking red light or something. It was always at the top of a really fucking big ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I'd lose my power steering, no, my power brakes. I I had one maybe two pumps left worth of power brakes, and then nothing. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, Every time I've had a CPS go bad, I'm always parked in a fucking puddle. By the way, Graham, I just watched that video of you. You were in the line, you just didn't hit it hard enough. What line? On uh, gatekeeper, or not gatekeeper, uh, loading dock. I didn't That's hit just it. About the line. I didn't even hit it. I know, the, I, know. I, know the, I know where the line is. I just wasn't sure I wanted to commit to that level of uh, fuckery. Uh, that fuckery on, on just the second <laughs> thing with the rest of my belt to go. I should have done it. That obstacle isn't... <laughs> I feel like I overhype it. 
Uh, I'll hit it next time. I have no excuse. I think I even have attempted to hit it mm-hmm. previously, and I have yeah. a video of it. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I don't. I just haven't. I don't have a lot of experience on it, and without an extra winch to unfuck whatever we got fucked. I mean, it was literally just me and Cody, uh, Jeep and passengers. We got there. And passengers. It was just a lot of passengers and Cody's Jeep. As we, as we just did like a quick jaunt all the way up and then back down. Um, but yeah, I mean, on it, it did as good as I would have hoped it could have done uh, highway-wise, which is, I know, boring. It's not what everybody wants to hear. But uh, it's important to me because it I like to daily the thing I'm I literally am driving it this week because why the fuck not all my other vehicles are boring this one's fun uh so it's 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 exciting to me it's less exciting for everybody else but the uh actually off road I I noticed a massive difference with the uh, uh the the extra gearing that I had I mean I put it in the video on Gatekeeper is is me in first gear, uh, low, low, right? And it was a little too low for that obstacle, but Ryan was egging me on. He was like, okay, well, I got to see all these transfer cases work, right? And I was like, okay, well, then we're going to put it in first gear in low, low and see how it does on Gatekeeper. I've never even done this line, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> so so no, 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 no. How, much, how much lower is it? Because it, it didn't look like you were going super fucking slow in the video. Yeah, he was also at redline. Yeah, but I was also redline. <laughs> no, I, I know. Like, d- d- describe how much actually slower uh, it is. Slow. I, I can yeah, show you the hard. difference. I have the different... I can change my transfer case to uh, show you what the difference is. Next time I uh, I see you oh, in okay. person, I can give you... I can show you. It's pretty damn okay. slow. Uh I mean, you can't get the thing going five miles an hour in, in low, low, I don't think, at red line. All right. It's slow I'll as know, fuck. I'll see it know? in person in three weeks. Yes. One of the cool part that he forgot to mention was he literally goes, hey, Cody, what's the cool line? So he, as he's A, never done it, is on a fresh build, and then ask the kid who's only watched people go up it, and I'm like, it's usually like right here, you're gonna slide a little to the left, but just follow this line, and he's like, okay, cool, and then just hopped on in. A little right, you think? A little bit further right, I think, is the, the, the funner line, the more uh, crowd-pleasing line, as I like to call yeah. it, because you it kicks you that to the That one's right. a little bit more of the crowd-pleasing line, but if I'm going to go up the face, I like to put my tire right on the edge of the divot yep. and, like, yeah. go up that because... Well, the divot's I, what made it easy. Like, as soon as my rear tire, you watch in the video, the rear tire hops into the divot, and it's happy, and it goes all the way up. I introduced someone to wheeling. I think can't remember if cody was there or if that was when i went up with ryan but i had my downstairs neighbor with me and i just fucking flung that thing yeah i did that was jeep on ct i was there your your parts guy or something or somebody of the sort was with you for ryan you went up gatekeeper with me and uh your neighbor on uh all right well he went with me twice up there so it might have been both times but right up gatekeeper, like you just throw that thing into first gear, pop the clutch, and go. And that was literally the first obstacle he ever did in my Jeep. 
That's that's scary. I, I don't know if I would would have sat in the Jeep with Graham for that one. Which yeah, one? fuck it. I probably would have for Gatekeeper, yeah. I'd oh, it wasn't bad at all. It was hoppy. It was a little hoppy. But I just it committed was... to it, and it was fun. If it I had was... let off, I would have been in more trouble. Yeah, no, okay, so in my head, I'm taking this video, and I'm like, Graham's got it, so I'm close to him. I have, like, <laughs> the, new, the new iPhone has, like, a fisheye lens, and it looks dope, but, like, uh, Buckley also has a really sick video from far away that gives you I a used, I used deal. his video just because yeah. it gave more of a perspective, but yours was pretty good. I don't so, think I've seen your video then, Cody. I'll show you. I, I'll send it to the group chat. Um, so, in the video... I'm watching him. I'm like, yeah, this is cool. This is cool. I see him start hopping to the left. And all I'm thinking is my head is one back up two. if he lets off, he's falling on top of me right now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's going to literally Jeep on me. That's like the only Jeep on me. Um, I'm going to become traction point for this guy. Like that's what's about to happen. So like you can see, I'm just like falling down gatekeeper as I'm trying to back up. So yeah, it was it was sick though. It was it was really really cool to see you just like one shot it first time ever doing it, and everybody's just like, yeah. And then he's <laughs> driving away, just like, wow, pop, pop. Like, oh, yeah, I just kept, I kept I, it I first gear, just it. I keep waiting for the Colin bang, and it never yeah. happened. No, it doesn't. I was, I was so expecting the bang. <laughs> No, it doesn't pop like Collins does. It's fuel injector. No, his is fuel injected too. Mine's got the coil pack. It's it's that refined spark. We're never gonna have those like those miscellaneous sparks that aren't right. Yeah, I mean, I, mine mine may or may not backfire. As I mine found out, according to reading. a Buckley, mine burbles like a BMW, which it, is pretty yes. cool. <laughs> Mine does this really cool thing where when it's cold, it like lightly backfires. It doesn't backfire like Collins does, but if you're the first, you know, four gear shifts, you get a little pop when you hit the clutch. So I'm hoping that it'll do it when it's out wheeling. It's gonna be entertaining. Yeah, well, you you gotta finish yours. What's left on yours? Oh, uh, there's the a only the only other thing I'll add is my uh, eco box. I need to tighten up the. Uh, detent on that because it was popping out of gear it popped out of gear on me once going down a steep hill just on the road and i had to pull over to the side of the road to put it back in gear and then when i was going down ma bell was the same thing it was popping out so i think i just need to tighten that up and it'll be good yeah probably tighten up the detent maybe look at the shifter yeah make, make sure that, that it's getting the See, right I, throw. I i did adjust that one to make sure it was um you know it initially wasn't the right throw i remember doing that because we had just mocked up the shifters and we had me and jacob had been fucking with that trying to get that right so i have mocked that up and it should be set i think it's the detent isn't isn't in there enough because you get so, positive engagement in each of the shifts it just doesn't it's not enough pressure holding it so to answer your question what's left on mine um i started cleaning up my front rail and I got mm -hmm. super lucky. You know how it's like uh, that two layers where the track bar is? It only cracked the first layer, and it only cracked the first layer under the steering uh, box. You're checking your track bar now because uh, mine was fucked. No, I was checking my track bar because I said it when I got home from Roush. I cracked it at Roush. Oh, okay. I knew it was cracked. It was just one of those things where it was like, 
my Jeep was literally blowing the uh, leaf spring mounts through the floorboards. Yeah. So there was more problems back there to be addressed than the fact that if I turn the steering wheel too vigorously, my front axle moves. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I've got a little bit of tube work left in the back. I've got to then close in the back. Um, but up front, I just have to weld in the plates for reinforcing the bottom of the frame rail and weld in the track bar support plates. You know how I've got that piece of tube that's been cut and comes down at an angle? Mm-hmm. I made plates that um, that took fucking forever and a day because I cardboard-aided designed them, and then I had to cut them with an angle grinder, and that was a cocksucker, but I've got a plate that lays over the top of that piece of tube and a plate that lays over the bottom piece of tube. And then I caught a plate that goes all the way from my track bar mount underneath the steering box mount where it cracked to the front um, and ties into the bumper. Those just took, that took me literally five hours to make all those plates. Yeah, that's a lot of like, you know, you have to cut and fit and cut again if it's not right, right? Yeah, and then I had the truck lose the wheel bearing. And there was a disaster trying to get the wheel bearing because I've got this truck that if I drive it, it starts screaming like it was it literally sounded like the rear end would be falling out of it. That's the only applicable noise that I can put to it. And it went like overnight, just decided it was done. It ate the birdcage in the bearing. Wow. Wait, this was your Uh, front wheel bearing or rear? Front wheel bearing, but it was the same noise that you would hear if you had a bad differential. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. gotcha. So that took up my Saturday trying to find that wheel bearing. And then Sunday I went and I kind of enrolled myself in a uh, carbine class. So I went and, uh, yeah, Colt. Um, You enrolled yourself into a what? A Colt. Yeah, Cody said a Colt. Rootin' tootin'. But what did did you say? And I said yes. Um, I went and shot my carbine um, stuff. So I'm going for my carbine certification through the the guy's a Springfield PD instructor. So I'm getting that certification. Not that it really matters, but, you know. I did that on Sunday, and then on Monday, I dropped the truck off at Cam Automotive because it was one of those things where I looked at it and everything was a little bit uh, crusty, and I was like, you know what? I'll let them do that while I'm at work. <laughs> so Can they charge you? Um, I get the friends and family discount, but it was like 200 bucks. Oh, that's not bad. So it was like three forty-five for all of it. Uh, it was like no, for everything it was like six hundred. By the time that I got the bearing, um, I replaced the seal on the or I had them do the seal on the axle shaft while they were at it, and you know, all that other fun shit that goes into a functional Super Duty front end. Yeah, to actually do it right, there's a lot of bullshit that people always fuck up. Um. I'm still pissed about my what, what the fuck seal is it? There's a little plastic, um, it's like a washer almost that slides in between the 
the bearing on the axle shaft and the unit bearing. And if you don't have it, it's not the end of the world, but it's metal on metal. So if there's no grease there, and even if there is grease there, it's going to grind metal on metal, and you'll get some metal shavings. And it's not the end of the world. I don't have them now, and my shit hasn't blown up. And it never had them when I had it. When I got the axle from you, Luke, you never had them in there either. But I spent a bunch of time trying to figure out what this fucking part was. I figured out what the part was. I bought the part. I put it in there just to have some fucking asshole do the gears at one point and not put it all in correctly and fuck up the seal on the uh, the that bearing on the shaft. And uh, Yeah, those, the outer dust seal doesn't matter, but that inner plastic spacer I found out does matter. And yeah, I didn't does. realize it because I had, or Ducky never drove on the road. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was just worthless trash. And then, <laughs> it is until you're driving it on the highway, and then it's you know you're instead of killing the metal, you're killing your little plastic bushing. So yeah, um, I, did I get to talk about my IRO problem that I've been having? No. no. So I'll keep it at that if you know what it is based off of the acronym. Go for it. So few weeks ago when we had timmy on the podcast i ordered shocks um i ordered bilsteins 59 100s or whatever the fuck they are the blue and silver ones okay whatever anyways i ordered 100s 5100 and 22 million i don't know the numbers um regardless they're 12 inch travel shocks uh, like i hold i hold pretty normal shocks they're 80 bucks for the pair cool i ordered uh, i so it was 80 bucks technically the post says shocks and i ordered two I don't know if I'm about to be getting four shocks. I don't know. Regardless, um, I bought three day shipping. I was told it would take six days to ship, three day, or like six days to get to shipping, and then three days to ship. Six days later, I got an email saying that you have we have a wait time of fifteen to thirty days before these will be even shipped. Dude, I've been dealing with that shit at work. Um... It might not be them. It might be their supplier because there's been such a holdup thanks to the fact that steel manufacturing is so fucked up right now on everything. We're talking about a six month to an eight month lead time for stainless. I mean, I don't doubt it, but it's just frustrating that like I like I could have ordered from anywhere. And they said that they had them in stock on the website, to be clear. But still, like, I ordered, I could have ordered them from legitimately, I could have gotten them off Amazon. I could have got them off, like, anywhere. But I was like, you know what? Fuck it. IRO has been a pretty decent company to me. I haven't had problems with them. Um, when I had my problem with the almost alloy kits, they sent one out. I had it within three days later. You know, like, that's how. So I was like, cool. But for them to do this when it says six days on their website, I'm just like, that's kind of cheesy. Like, I want my shocks. That was two and a half weeks ago, and I still have not received an email about anything. I got everything else from that I bought like that weekend or that week, and nothing. So I don't know. It's a little, a little weird. I yeah, give it some time. We're nice. having is- we're having issues in our industry. I can't get some wire and stuff like that. Prices oh, have gone through the roof. Copper it's- is up what three hundred percent right now. Oh yeah, I just in the past three weeks, my price for uh, two hundred fifty feet foot spool 14.2 went up 50 bucks so yeah i shit you not we are like watching the supply chain break down in like real time 
it's fucking insane where I work. We put in an order for, uh, what was it? It's just 1.75 by 1.75 by 8th, and the price on that was, oh, fuck, what was it? It was fucking $6 a foot for square tube. Jesus. For fucking square tube. Yeah, prices are ridiculous, and then getting anything shipped right now is... You know, next next has uh, to do with metal. Yep. Yeah, my my dad's work that he sells Polaris stuff. A new Polaris razor is a nineteen month wait time right now. If you order it today, you have to wait almost a, a year and a, a year half. and a half. Wow, yeah, I better be getting the brand new model at that point. Well, no, you're for getting your, next year. You're getting the model you paid for. Yeah, you get a 2020 model. It's 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 insane. Or 2021, sorry. But like, how crazy is that? And it granted, I'm sure it has to do with a steel being crazy high, microchip problems, like all of it, because they use uh, some GPS system inside the uh, the center consoles. But nuts, absolutely nuts. I, I... yeah. Well, let's talk about Biden country. Um, we'll move on. <laughs> well, you mentioned GPS, and I, I, I did a little shout out to my GPS. Oh, thing, I'll, I'll, I'll say it again. I was, I was skeptical, so I've got an Intellitronics, uh, GPS speedo that I ran, and I don't. I'm sure you can run a one of the Ford sensors or something in a 205 and adapt it to a Jeep. To get it to give the right reading, it's just an eight eight thousand ppm sensor. That's all it needs to do. That's all it needs to be able to read, and then it just reports it back to the the cluster. I could have done that, but I've had issues with that wiring in the past, and I wasn't sure I wanted to use it to begin with. But I was scared I wasn't going to be able to run a speedo and keep my factory gauge. But I, I'm overall, I've been I've been impressed with this. Intellitronics unit that I'm running. I I wired it to, you know, keyed power, uh, battery ground, and then I have the you know, the output running directly to the data wire on the speedo sensor plug. I just chopped that. That's in the engine bay now, and it runs from the computer. So is, is that still recording your mileage that you're putting on yep. your vehicle as well? Oh, okay. Yep. Nice. It still does mileage. It does all of it. It, it's like factory. The only thing is, you know, occasionally it'll reset. It'll do like a swoop. Not very often, though. Very rarely does it swoop. Um, and it must just be when it gets a new satellite signal, it has to go through the range or something like that. I don't know what it, what exactly it's doing. But I don't look at the speedo often enough to really notice it. I've only seen it like maybe twice do that. Um, the mileage is still accurate. Um and, and it's smooth. My concern was it was going to be kind of like, would it would be chunky, like it would do five mile hour an hour increments or something, right? And not be very accurate. But when you're driving it, it it feels like it's. I mean, it clearly it doesn't it doesn't track your speed at all times. But uh, it, whatever measurements it's taking and the way it handles it on the speedometer is really smooth, and it almost it seems like factory. And the only the only time That's it doesn't cool. work, obviously, is in a tunnel. I was impressed. Yeah, I mean, for a little hundred dollar unit that 
I didn't even know if it was going to work. I, it had like three star reviews. I was like, eh, well, we'll see how it does. If it's bad, I'll get a different one. Uh, I'm well, it's so like, far unimpressed. That, that's, that's cool, though, for a lot of the people with the like, massive oversized tires still run on the road. Every that's day. the other thing, is it, it simplifies all that, right? And it was easy to plug in. You just got this, you just key ignition, ground, splice your speedo wire, and you put the box somewhere. I have it on my dash because I wanted to make sure that I could, you know, that it was working. But realistically, it doesn't even need to be there. You could put it in the engine bay. You don't really need to see it. That box doesn't do anything. It, it's always connected for me. It's never had an issue getting connection to whatever satellite it connects to. Um, it, it's, it's solid. Why did you guys use your phone with like a GPS app? <laughs> that's what I used to do with Papa Smurf. <laughs> that's what I do with Caitlin. Because too, that's dumb. That's so dumb. No, it her works. Jeep is 14 miles an hour off. I don't know what's up with her fucking Jeep, but it's bad. She needs a fucking Speedo gear. I'm Mine. not putting it in. I have Speedo gears if she wants one. <laughs> the one in my green Just Jeep do is off. Do the calculation. Depending on your speed, the one in my green Jeep is off by oh so much. So at like it gets, it gets 25 partially. miles a miles an hour i'm actually at 30 and then if i'm at 40 i'm at 50 if i'm at 60 i'm really doing almost 80 yeah it's, it's exponentially it's, worse yeah it keeps getting go. worse not with my jeep i don't know how but my jeep with the 35s and the 410s it's the same thing there's no change i don't know how yeah because you probably you got I don't the know current. if that actually is the golden ratio there, know. but if you keep the gear ratio and the tire size right, then you can keep your factory. Yeah, so I got really lucky with my fucking 40 nittos and my speedometer. My speedometer is off you by still 3 miles like an hour at... Speedo it's it off by 3 miles an hour at 65. That's not bad. So, if I'm doing 65 on the gauge, I'm doing 62 and like actual speed see i don't oh. have to worry about that anymore yeah, <laughs> yeah well i'm I a got, pleb and you know, i just don't Starlink care. is telling me what what my speed is at all times assuming that the gauge is translating this the um, pulses per mile correctly. oh by the way we just missed the uh the launch for the space shuttle just in case you guys it's are cloudy anyways i couldn't see it oh i know morgan is going to be all over that tonight and it's going to be entertaining because that's one of the few things that makes her like exponentially happy so <laughs> don't don't tell her now but she definitely missed it <laughs> no she's just gonna want to watch or she's oh. gonna be laying in bed watching the video of it taking off and she's going to tell me all kinds of details about it, and it makes me really happy. That's one of the things that she spurgs out about. Let's get yeah, her an RT cool. um, rocket. <laughs> I don't know if they make it. They don't make <laughs> rocket. And we yeah. can, I don't know if we can get her a rocket. Down. You can get a rocket. We can put a little engine in it, light it off, and let it go. <laughs> but it, I want yeah, you can, if it lands, okay, you can do it again. <laughs> I want to 3D print one of those and see how far we can get that to go with a triple rocket booster in there. So there actually is a kit off of YouTube that 3D printed nozzles that fit the same size of a water bottle. And yep. he did like, I don't know if I don't, I dude, it's one of those days that I was looking through YouTube and it just went into like this crazy world of random shit. And yeah, he like did the different like nozzle sizes, shapes, and then did all sorts of crazy shit with them. It was pretty cool. We used to do bottle rockets uh, out of two-liter bottles back in the Boy Scouts to make a little 
upside yep. down rocket out of it, and then fill it with water, air, and watch the thing freaking shoot and see you can go the highest. I was a tiger scout. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't make I made all it way. all the way up to life. Sam. See, I was a tiger scout, and, then and my girls parents got... started to become entertaining. <laughs> See, I uh, my parents got divorced, so that definitely said yeet. And then we're boy scouts. No, for me, it was right around the time that I started to get like, or I hit life scout. I um, Wait, I started you're, playing you're almost a life scout. No, I was. What the fuck? I didn't know this. I was too. Yeah, I was too. You were a life scout. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know this. This is fucking cool. Wait, so do you guys have your uh your uh the thing your eagle eagle scout? No, no, no I don't like saying we're eagles. <laughs> I finished no, then... star and I was just or I finished. I had the star badge and I was finished with life and then I started playing guitar and girls started finding me attractive and then I got into jeeps. Wait, girls so found you attractive. I was gonna say the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, isn't isn't life scouts both though? Isn't it female and no. male? No, no. Well, uh, is that no. Or something like that. Some, that's something is different. Like one below. Life is, it's just one of the ranks. Yeah, oh, I thought I thought there was some. I think it might be adventure scout that is like a like a, a pair. Yeah, no, too. adventure is the one where it's uh, unisex, and that's after eagle, if I remember correct. It's or like it's uh more of an adult thing if you will it's not like uh because i was in boy scouts from the time that i was like 12 yeah, or so from like you were a wee blow 11 until like we blow 16 we blow woods Ow, fuck yeah yeah i don't my know dad actually... I, I, I loved all that stuff i just hated the ones that killed me and the reason i didn't didn't even go for eagle was i mean a it was like a it's probably a junior in high school and the ones i had left were the six month badges and that's oh, what killed me every time ships, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, all those stupid ones it's yep. like come on i didn't, I, I it's, didn't so, it's total bullshit you it's just what? busy work i, I went to my... every fucking camping trip i had a great time the camping oh, yeah. was why what? i was in scouts i didn't it do it because be I why I Eagle Scout. you know it was I because i wanted to camp and do cool shit and learn stuff and did you guys ever go friends. to otis did you guys ever go to the camping place in otis um yep my dad was one of the directors of there so you guys might have i we might have been never went a there. Point, like, i was more like oh. new hampshire camping because i'm you know sure. i have to you say know, it's kind of funny that us retards are all into boy scouts except for kish <laughs> and then we're also into off-roading because we like camping with an adult flair now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> camping with an adult flair <laughs> That could be a t-shirt right there. I, I don't know why I never got into Boy Scouts. A bunch of my friends were, and I even went on a like bunch of the... Uh, what? I went on a bunch of the Boy Scout uh, camping trips and everything, but I was never a Boy Scout. See, that's because the Cub Scout leader didn't like you enough to touch your bottom. <laughs> Sorry, that's gotta be it. Okay. <laughs> now we're going a little fur farther. Yeah, yeah. No counselor, Dave. <laughs> Dude, that's like one of my leading jokes on Call of Duty. Is just being like, you guys ever feel bad that like you weren't cute enough for your uncle to touch you? Like, <laughs> joke, and it gets everybody going. I love that one. It's freaky. And like, I've I've jokingly said it to my uncle before. He's like, you are fucked up, dude. <laughs> he goes, and yes, you are not cute enough. Okay. 
That's gotta be. Where did this conversation just go? Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, if you guys literally, I swear to God, I resemble my uncle more than I do my dad. Like, I swear on everything. It's weird. You sure? The only thing that I have to say about this is I feel like we're kind of straying a little ways off of Wheeling. So, uh, (laughs) I wonder who started that here. Couldn't yeah, I was, I was, I was gonna say it before you did because you haven't. Usually, you cut in, Luke. I was gonna say, I think we're good to cut it here. Who's got yeah. the outro bit? Alrighty, uh, make sure that you uh, don't get your bottom touched, and <laughs> make sure that your uh, bottom, if you know what I mean, on your Jeep is uh, securely bolted in with at least inch and a half fasteners. And <laughs> I think we're good to cut it here. <laughs>